guys. Hello. It's time for murder happy hour. I don't know. I just that's just always the it's time. I felt like I needed to do that today. The, you ready for this time? Um, are you ready for this? That's the question. I don't know. Are they? I think they are. This one's all. This one this week is a listener suggestion too. It is. This one's from from Todd. 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 Or as his wife calls him, freaking Todd. Freaking Todd. <laughs> hey, Todd. Yeah. I also, I'd heard of this one. I can't remember if Crime Junkie did it or if My Favorite Murder did it. My Favorite Murder. We should really have a jingle. Well, we I mean, should. we do have a jingle, but it doesn't have lyrics. Yeah. And Who wants to write us And lyrics? we have, like, a tagline, so, I mean, we're getting somewhere. I feel like we are. Shame on every all the sixty eight people that did not put their. <laughs> Don't shame the people. Maybe they've already suggested cases. The ones see all. Oh none. Okay, we want she's, suggestions. She's referring to a Facebook post looking for suggestions, and nobody commented on it, and it made nobody. us sad. Not so. a single soul commented and was like. Hey, I would love it if you cover this case. And if somebody goes on there right now and puts John Bonet Ramsey, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> it's probably the people who suggested the cases that we haven't done yet. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I have a whole note. I have a whole note full of of cases. We'll get to them, but give us more. We'll and we will get to John Bonet Ramsey sometime. We will. That and um, Ted Bundy also. And if anybody wants to hook me up with their Amazon Prime account so I can watch the new documentary on Ted Bundy, that would be cool. Ooh, yes, Ted. Yeah, that one. These are like our these are like our big cases, mm-hmm. the ones we feel really passionately about, and we want to yep. like really research do it justice. Heck like, out of them. Yep. I mean, I feel like I feel like we do our cases justice, but yeah. I mean, I, mean, I feel like we do all right. They t- yeah, like, they just, they, those ones are going to take a lot more research. And For our 25th episode, we've got kind of something fun for you guys. Yeah. Oh, we're so excited. We're bringing you guys our very first two-parter. Two-parter. Woo-hoo. Like Titanic when we were kids, the two cassettes. Yes. Iconic. Insert VHS number two. Yes. Yeah, so this is fun. We're going to leave you hanging on the da, edge da, of a da. cliff. We'll Figuratively, not literally. Yeah. And this is going to be fun. Yeah, we're excited about this. Yeah. Oh, and then you have to wait all a whole week. week. We're putting out the bait, and we're going to reel you in. We are. We are. We and are. make sure you turn back in next week, because this one's a weird, you interesting have, one. Yeah, so we're going to start out with some Straight up. And, yep, the story of it all, but, like, you are going to want to hear... The theories at the end and the weird weirdies, yeah, the weirdy the weird bits, stuff. <laughs> the weirdy bits. Stay tuned for the weirdy bits. <laughs> so this week we are covering the case of the two missing Dutch girls in Panama. That's literally what it's known as. Yeah, Chris, Chris Kramer and Lizanne Froon. Yes. I, I literally <laughs> I literally Googled and was like, Panama Girls. <laughs> and I bet you found it. I did. Yeah, because it's kind of crazy, like, how much... Don't Google image Panama Girls, though, because it doesn't come up no, very... Like, just, leave it to me. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, the time at work that I wanted to send out 
a hump day message. Oh, no. So I just went to Google Image and typed hump, like, thinking, like, Mike, 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 Mike. It was not Mike, was, Mike, Mike, Mike. Maybe Mike. it was Mike, Mike, Mike. And I was like, ah, oh, exit, exit, exit. Oh, crap, I'm getting On fired for sure. On your work computer, you're, like, calling IT. I didn't mean to. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm still there six and odd changes years later, so. That's super funny. Apparently, they're not going to get rid of me. Nah. Hi, Brian P. Um, so, uh, Chris and Lizanne were two um, Dutch girls. Uh, Lizanne was 22 and Chris was 21, and they had just graduated. From um, university? Yes. And they moved in together after graduation. They worked together at a cafe. Mm-hmm. And they, like, saved up all their money for months to go on this cool trip abroad. To Panama, yes. Yeah. Um, they were apparently learning Spanish, and so they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, it like, was work like a Spanish vacation slash mission trip. Yeah, they were gonna work in schools and volunteer with kids, and also teach arts and crafts. Yeah, and also like treat themselves for mm-hmm. graduating, and just you know go have some fun too. Yeah, and both girls. Uh, Chris graduated with a degree in cultural social education. So, I mean, I can see going to a different country. Oh, absolutely. She was known as open, creative, responsible. Lizanne graduated with a degree in applied sciences. I'm not sure what that exactly is, but sounds cool. She was optimistic, intelligent, passionate. So, like, seem like like like-minded girls just have working together, living together, decide to go on this Adventure, like, oh, let's go to Panama for six Six weeks weeks, and learn Spanish, vacation, go hiking. Absolutely, like, apparently, you hike a lot in Panama until, yeah, there's like jungles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean, aside from them getting like you know, dying, I'm a little jealous. I mean, it sounds like a fun, I don't know, what like before you go start a full time job or whatever their plans. What do they call it? Well, I usually not really gap year, but yeah, because gap year is between high school and college, right. Well, I suppose it could still it could be, a, be gap a gap year after college and the real world. Yeah, no so. gap years here. No, just, just all real all years. years together. All real years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we have not been murdered yet. We're not dead. So that's a plus. But no, yeah. not yet. So um, they arrived in Panama on March 15th, 2014. And they toured around for a couple weeks. Like, they did some hiking. I think they visited some beaches. Mm-hmm. They, they hiked the Continental Divide, which sounds pretty that cool. Sounds I really mean, cool, yeah. I mean, I feel like it would look good, like, sound good to your grandkids. Like, I hiked the Continental Divide. Absolutely. I mean, they definitely seem, like, super adventurous and up for anything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, so then they, on March 29th, arrived in Boquette. Yeah, bu- bu- yeah, I'm Boquette. not sure how you pronounce that, but it's just a small town. We're totally butchering it, I'm sure. Absolutely. But that's but, yeah. the point. Um, yeah, and so they were going to stay with the host family and then work with kids at a local school. Mm-hmm. Um, before this volunteer time or whatever, they um, on April 1st, they decided to go for a hike, check out the area. Um, In the jungle around a volcano. Yeah. Like, it sound, well, it sounds My anxious sketchy. mind is already <laughs> going. They took the dog with them. <laughs> that did a lot of good. But the th- I 
like what if, if you run into a panther or a lot or a, what is, what lives in the jungle? A cheetah? Do they live in? No. How do you know anything about Panama? I ask you this. I don't know anything about Panama either, but I don't. I'll find out. I don't. I no. I think you'd be more likely to run into like a poisonous snake or something, which <gasps> is actually even worse. worse. But so there's sloths. Oh. <laughs> Howler monkeys, capuchins. So not gorillas and panthers and cheetahs. Well, give it a minute. Like, what scary animals are in Panama? Not like what okay. amphibians. Look at that cute tree frog. Bush dogs. That oh doesn't look happy. Oh my gosh, look at that. It looks like a little bear, but evil. Yeah, that does oh. not look like something I would want to come upon in the wilderness. <laughs> How about a capybara? I love those. They're like the happiest little things. Are they, though? Look how cute they are. It means rodent of unusual size. They're 60 pounds. <laughs> They're like giant guinea pigs. <laughs> that is like my worst freaking nightmare. Oh my god, no way. They look super cute. They, yeah. Dolphins. Like... You're only finding friendly animals so Dolphins far. don't live in the jungle. They live in water. Yeah, so how legit is Giant this? anteater. Iguanas, no. All right. Contrary to... Jaguars. Stop. Contrary to Morgan's belief <laughs> about this super scary hike, it was like actually a pretty clearly marked simple trail like it was like a one way up one way back it was not an active volcano i don't think there was like the pictures don't make it look like a real simple trail it looks like they're cruising into the jungle no no well kind of but i'll get into that later what's a jaguarundi i don't know but scroll down but jaguars <laughs> are known for their pursuit of many different types of prey along the water yeah, sign me up. Oh, that thing doesn't look nice either. Oh, kind of looks like Alice. <laughs> These cats can be found near water. Weren't they hiking along, along no. a river? Yes, they were. A river? I'm sure these are like ocean cats. Ocean cats? Well, there was a dolphin, so I'm sure this is like ocean animals. This is the... Oh, because um, <laughs> howler monkeys or whatever the heck these are. <laughs> Tamaran. Okay, whoa. Butterflies the size of your face. It's zoomed in. Okay. Sea turtles, well, they're pretty dangerous. We're not gonna we're not gonna go to Panama. Sloths smell like death. Do they really? <laughs> yes. Aww. I was at the a zoo not that long ago where they had a sloth inside. And like literally you could smell its stench. Ew. Like they had it in like a little glass enclosure, like inside. That's gross. This thing, what is that? A, a taper? It's a cross between a pig, a donkey, and a rhino. Like, what does one even do with something like that? <laughs> like, what are you? Very unfortunate looking. Aww. Whale sharks. See? Ocean. My husband's 100% terrified of sharks. Like, Aww. terrified. Well, okay. I may, I rest my case. They... There are some scary animals it's in the jungle. Some like people go hiking in the Panama jungle. It's not like this crazy thing that happens. And they did leave during the daylight with intentions of returning, returning in the daylight. Let me know how that works. Crocodiles, we didn't even talk about crocs. Oh, for goodness sakes. The sloth is the least of my worries. Can you have you seen those claws? Yeah, but they, like, literally, I can run faster than them, and that's right. saying something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I digress. All sorry. right. Okay. So, anyway, they went on their perfectly normal hike. That should have been a normal mm -hmm. hike. They had 
um, posted on Facebook that they were, like, planning on this hike. They, I think they posted on Facebook, too, about having brunch with two um, Dutch guys. Oh, here comes Fat Alice. She's a dangerous jungle cat. <laughs> Just look at her mean mugging. Um, so they posted on Facebook that they were going on this hike um, and that they were having brunch with these um, two Dutch guys. And I think, Fellow Dutchmen. Yeah, I think eyewitnesses actually saw them mm-hmm. with these guys, too. And so then they went off with their host family's dog. And that night, the dog returned, and the girls did not. See, I have a note here. According to locals and an expert in the area... The trail they were hiking was a one-way trail, and it was a pretty easy hike. Most tourists have no problems, and if they do get lost, they almost always just run into the search party that is looking for them. Because it's like a one-way trail. It's like easy trail. Mm-mm. So, anyway. Um, so, the next morning, April 2nd, they had an appointment with a local tour guide, and they obviously didn't show up for yep. it. So, the host family called police. Um, and also, the girls had been um, pretty consistently texting with their families this whole time, too. Every and day. At, yeah, and at some point on April 1st, they quit quit texting, and that was the last time they heard from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, two days later, April 3rd, um, the authorities started searching the forests. Um, community members helped out in the search. And by April 6th, um, the parents actually came from the Netherlands with um, their local police and dogs and detectives and everything. Yeah, which weird that they got detectives to come with them. I, yeah, like, I think they immediately knew something was up. foul play or something. Yeah, I mean, they weren't taking any chances, which, I mean, I definitely think my parents would do the same thing. Oh, yeah, they my would, mom would be having a conniption. They wouldn't have waited five days either. It would no. have been, like, the next day. <laughs> Your mom would be there hot to trot oh, in a hot Oh, for minute. sure. So, basically, they searched for 10 days, and they didn't find any sign of the girls until 10 weeks later, um, a local woman. So, she was from this indigenous tribe. Um, she turned in this blue backpack that she found in a rice paddy in her village and she was certain that this backpack had not been there the day before like i mean i feel like mm-hmm. in the rice patties you're not just having blue yeah. backpacks hanging out and the weird thing about it was was that all the stuff in it was like completely dry yeah and in like protected condition yeah like including sunglasses cash um Lizanne's passport water bottle camera bras, bras. <laughs> Yeah, and like you need extra bras for the jungle. And I saw pictures of these bras, and they weren't like sports bras you'd wear hiking. Oh, they were like bra bras, snazzies. But the from the pictures, though, the girls weren't wearing like really hiking gear either. They were wearing like cute tank tops and like shorts. So yeah, again, another indication that the trail was supposed to be like easy and and the woman that found the backpack swore it wasn't there the day before. Yep, like she knew it wasn't and was. That was her story, and she was sticking to it. Um, So, obviously, they did a ton of research into the phones and the camera. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the phones were in service for almost 10 full days. 
after um, the girls disappeared, which, like, what are these phones? I want one, because mine dies in, like, a day. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But it sounded like they were turned on, turned off, turned yeah. on, turned off, yeah, turned on, turned off. Right, like, they were definitely trying to conserve yeah. the batteries. Um, Calling 911. Yep, 911 and 112, which must be there local emergency number um and that was just hours after the hike began the yeah first emergency so something went awry real fast yes and um yeah 4 39 p.m from chris's phone and 4 51 p.m from lizanne's and they started their hike at 11 so i don't know if it was probably starting to get dark at that time mm-hmm. yeah i would assume setting. um but they didn't the calls didn't go through there was no reception um one call went through on April 3rd, but it lasted for, like, one or two seconds and um, never actually made contact with 911. Um, By April 5th, so four days into the hike, Lizanne's phone died, and it was never used again. And then so they must have tried to conserve Chris's phone because that one didn't make any calls but was, like, turned on and off randomly. Mm -hmm. Um... And then, so this is, like, another weird thing. On April 6th, um, there was multiple attempts to unlock Chris's phone with the wrong pin code. And the right pin was never used again. Like, it was... It was basically, like, dead in... Yeah, and it was... I don't know. I just thought this was weird because it seems like... I know a lot of people have said, like, okay, well, maybe Chris was injured or, like, Mm -hmm. unconscious or something. And Lizanne was trying to use it but I feel like if I had been like say we were hiking in the Panama jungle and we had one phone left between us I think I would ask you for your passcode just Just in in case case. or like turn the passcode off or something we're also both freaks though well this is true but I don't know so that leads me to believe that like was it Lizanne and Chris trying to use the phone at this point or not I don't know that so that was like I don't know fishy fishy thing number one, to and me. like we're talking the jungle so it's like black yes at night yes. like not just like a little dark like a little dark you're not with seeing lights like yeah. it is you can't see your hand in front of your face right black, which scares the crap out of me oh this is terrifying so yeah so it gets more terrifying because then they looked at the camera. And we are going to leave you hanging right there. You're going to want to hear what's on this camera. Come back next week. Yes, for part two of the mysterious Dutch girls missing in Panama. (laughs) (laughs) Until next week, guys, stay safe and lock lock your your freaking doors. doors. Bye. Bye.